0: Hi and welcome to a new episode of Pasha. My name is Godfred Boafo. Thank you for joining us. The Conversation Africa is running a series called Why We Need. This series will look at why we need things like mosquitoes and zoos for example. Today, we talk about botanical gardens and why we need them. The podcast also focuses on the research by our guests that look at invasive species and botanical gardens. Joining us for this episode is Ms. Finn Wonderfresh and Trudy Papp at the Forestry and Agriculture Biotechnology Institute at the University of Pretoria in South Africa. They start by telling us exactly what a botanical garden is, where they are generally found, and why we need them.
1: Alright, so botanical gardens are gardens that are dedicated to the collection and cultivation and the preservation and display of plants. What sets them apart from other gardens is that apart from maintaining documented collections of living plants, They're also engaged in scientific research. So they're often linked with other research institutes like universities or maybe herbaria and museums. And they play a really important role in plant conservation and also public education. And globally, there's more than 3,000 botanical gardens. And these are often located in urban areas. And it's estimated that in total, all of these gardens contain approximately between 30 and 40% of known plant species. So these collections are also often a mix of native and exotic plants. So they're really valuable resources.
0: But botanical gardens also attract a lot of invasive species. Is it safe to say that they provide accommodation to invasive species?
1: Yeah, well, um, I wouldn't mind touching on a bit about what An invasive species actually is. So these are introduced organisms. They're not native to that particular region. They may have been introduced for a specific purpose, like a lot of our cultivated plants. Um, They've been specifically introduced for the values and the benefits that they have. Or they might have been accidentally introduced as stowaways or contaminants on other goods that have been traded and this is the case for a lot of invasive plant pests and pathogens. But if these organisms escape cultivation or captivity and then they go on to spread through the environment they can have negative impacts, they can cause ecological, environmental or economic damage and that's when we consider them as invasive species. And a lot of botanical gardens were established during a time of extensive plant collecting um, between 17th and 19th century. So there's a lot of intentional movement of plants from their native environment to new places. And this has had some consequences with regard to facilitating
2: the introduction of species that, that have then gone on to become invasive. To expand on that, uh, botanical gardens are uh, also suitable places for uh, establishment of invasive forest spe- uh, pest species. There are many invasive forest uh, pest species, so they uh, provide a suitable uh, environment for uh, this type of pests. So uh, uh, this is because uh, the uh, diverse plant collection grown in the botanical gardens uh, increase the chance of uh, pests and pathogens uh, encountering suitable hosts. And this ultimately uh, leads to the establishment of uh, those uh, invasive pests. And the pests and the pathogens uh, established in the botanical gardens can then uh, spread to the surrounding environment and pose a risk to uh, agriculture, uh, forestry, and natural vegetation.
0: Can you give us some examples of the types of invasive species in botanical gardens and the risk they pose?
2: Yeah, there are many examples of invasive uh, uh, alien species uh, in botanical gardens. Uh, These include uh, plants, insect pests and pathogens and uh, other organisms as well. Uh, So uh, the risk uh, this type of uh, uh, alien invasive species pose is the first risk is to the collection of uh, plants in the botanical gardens itself. Uh, So they damage the plants in the botanical garden. Then uh, the other uh, uh, category of risk is they spread uh, to the surrounding environment and they affect agriculture, uh, forestry and uh, natural vegetation. To give example on uh, invasive uh, plant species in botanical gardens, a total of 34 plant species are listed uh, as uh, the world's 100 worst invasive species. So uh, of these uh, 34 plant species, 19 of them uh, had spread from the botanical garden and uh, went on attacking or ad- uh, damaging the external environment. Uh, these include world-known invasive plant species such as Lantana camara, which is uh, commonly known as Lantana, and then as well as Icornia uh, crassipus, which is uh, uh, commonly known as common water hyacinths, which affect aquatic environment.
0: And what about invasive pests?
2: Looking into pests and pathogens, uh, of course there are several uh, examples of uh, invasive alien pests that are initially established in the botanical gardens but subsequently moved to uh, the external environment. Uh, The first is uh, Armillaria malia. Uh, This is a plant pathogenic fungus uh, that that causes root rot in many plant species. Uh, This uh, fungus was uh, first reported uh, in South Africa from Company's Garden in Cape Town and subsequently from Christenbosch National Botanic Garden. But uh, recently, this fungus has gradually moved to the uh, neighboring Table Mountain National Park. Uh, As you know, this park is a very important uh, world uh, heritage site. And uh, now this fungus is moving uh, and posing risks to uh, the Table Mountain National uh, Park.
0: In your research you mentioned that they present a biosecurity risk what can be done about them being risky sites how can the problem be managed
1: well part of this is linked to the day-to-day activities that are undertaken in botanical gardens contractors might come in with vehicles and equipment machinery like chainsaws and and all of these uh, activities uh, potential pathways for pests and pathogens to arrive. So there's a lot more focus now on, on managing these activities to reduce risk. But one of the advantages of having a lot of exotic plants in botanical gardens is they provide us with an opportunity to look for native insects or microbes that might not be damaging to our native plants here, but they might jump onto some of the exotic hosts. So it's a way of us picking up possible future threats, and then we can inform countries where these exotic plants are native to and say, hey, we've got something here that we think if it's introduced to your country, it's going to be a problem for your plants. And we call this sort of work um, sentinel research, so these plants are, are like sentinels. And there's more and more sentinel research being done in botanical gardens as we recognizing the value of these collections and, and also that there's trained staff working in these collections on a daily basis and there's a platform called the International Plant Sentinel Network and that's been established to help coordinate this research. So monitoring the health of plants in botanical gardens can also be a really useful approach for early detection. So if we find something early enough It really increases our chances of being able to prevent it from getting fully established and once it's taken hold and starts to spread, it it makes eradication and containment really, really difficult.
2: There are a couple of uh, uh, solutions. Uh, The first is uh, uh, it is really important and advisable to develop and apply biosecurity-based practices. Uh, this include uh, quarantining uh, new plant uh, collections, because uh, botanical gardens often collect plants and bring to the botanical gardens. So uh, quarantining this uh, new collection is very important. Uh, this is just keeping them separate uh, uh, in a separate facility, and monitoring or inspecting what's happening on those plants. And It's recommended to keep such plants from 2 to uh, 12 months, depending on their uh, risk category. And, Checked for uh, any emerging uh, pests and the pathogen on the plants. The other important point is you know, uh, applying best practices in uh, nurseries and uh, gardens. This is done uh, to minimize the introduction as well as establishment and spread of uh, alien invasive species uh, from the botanical gardens to the surrounding environment. For example, uh, nurseries can reduce the establishment of uh, or minimize the establishment of uh, invasive pests in the gardens by uh, growing healthy and strong uh, seedlings. And the gardens uh, can also uh, clean between plant beds. This uh, minimizes food source for pests and pathogens and reduces uh, uh, their establishment. And uh, another important point would be uh, disposing plants or plant parts by following appropriate uh, disposal uh, methods. Because uh, the disposal uh, of uh, plant parts and uh, Sometimes even the whole plant can uh, pose a risk to the spread of pests. So it has to be done uh, properly. The other important management or uh, solution is regular monitoring of pests and pathogens uh, in the garden. Public engagement or uh, awareness creation is uh, really important. Awareness creation can be done about uh, alien invasive species, their uh, pathways of movement and their impacts as well as uh, the measures against them. So uh, it's really important to advise uh, the public when they come to the gardens to clean their footwear and vehicle wheels uh, when entering the, uh, and leaving the gardens. And it's also important to advise the public to keep to the provided paths while visiting in the uh, botanic gardens because this uh, max- increases the chance of picking pests and pathogens uh, uh, from the debris as well as from uh, the soil. It's also very important to advise the public to refrain from bringing any biological material into the gardens because those biological materials could bring in together uh, alien invasive species.
0: Botanical gardens are important places for conservation and learning and they need to be treated with care but they're also potentially dangerous sites because they can host invasive species which can cause harm. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Pasha produced by Ozera Patel. From me, Godfrey Boafo, bye for now.